0: You're listening to a Southern Star Media Production.
1: Hello and welcome to the Southern Stars in the News podcast. My name is Dylan Mangan and today we'll be focusing on the recent and continuing rise of West Cork's film industry. Later on, we'll hear from Grania Dwyer, CEO and co-founder of production company Heritage, who has been shooting a short film in West Cork in recent weeks. We'll also chat to Aideen O'Donnell and Steve Park of the West Cork Film Studio about their plans for the future. But first, I'm joined by star reporter Kieran O'Mahony, who's been covering various aspects of West Cork's film industry for the newspaper. And Kieran, I just want to start off by talking about how many film projects have been made here over the years because listeners might be surprised at the sheer volume of projects that have been filmed here.
2: Yeah, I mean, it's incredible when I was like sort of researching it and did realize in God, there have been so many films. Like you've had Neil Jordan down in uh, Bear a twice, uh, one for the, you know, the horror vampire Byzantium with Saoirse Ronan. And then he was there previously for um, Undyne with Colin Farrell. And maybe that's where Colin got his love of Castletown Bear, as we highlighted um, earlier this week. Um, and I suppose that you know the 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 big one was Star Wars in 2016 coming to uh, Brohead. I mean that was just you know absolutely incredible and such a such a, a you know a window of opportunity for West Cork. and like uh, the, the team even took out a full page ad in the in the Southern Star thanking the people of West Cork for their uh, hospitality. And um, while they were making um the film, like and that was incredible. I don't think you know you can't buy that publicity, but then of course we've also you know we've had uh, the young offenders. They were down here, where they shot the the original film. uh down by Castle Towns End and Union Hall, and there was great you know great shots of that as well. And you know we've had uh even locally Ballardy Hob, Caramel Winters float like a butterfly that was shot in um Ballody Hob and Goline, um we are gone back now to the even the 70s. There was the Purple Taxi uh, shot down in Oiree, starring Fred Astaire and Peter U- Ustinov. And you know, we've also had that a German soap opera shot here in Court Mac, and uh, Timmy League. Um, oh, we had Kin Loach's Win the Shakes of Barley shot in Bandon uh, back in 2005. And that went on to win the Pandora and Cannes that year. And um, obviously, we have some notables like. The Michael Collins,
1: which which one would imagine would have been shot in West Cork, and wasn't actually shot in West Cork. Speaking of that, actually, Paul Mescal recently bought a house in Skull and is one of the biggest stars in the world at the moment. And I'm convinced he would make a great Michael Collins. So if anyone out there can get that off the ground, I'm sure we'd all be very appreciative once it's filmed in West Cork, of course. But we'll look into the future, Kieran. it looks quite bright at the moment with West Cork Film Studios getting ready to launch soon.
2: Yeah, um, the West Cork Film Studios, you know, they're based out out of the O'Donnell Design Factory on the Baltimore Road in Skipperine. And last month, they launched a major recruitment drive for film crews. So living in the area, so anyone from hairdressers to carpenters, they want to set up a database so that visiting production crews coming to West Cork can uh, avail of these skilled talent. So it's really exciting for anybody looking to work in the industry and they're also offering trainee roles as well. So if you want to get in at the entry level, they'll set you up as well as a a trainee operator as such.
1: Yeah, the role that the West Cork Film Studio will play going forward looks like it'll be a hugely significant one. Like Irish film is in a strong place nationally and internationally. A lot of filmmaking gets done in Dublin and Wicklow and if there is one kind of barrier that faces uh productions and and people trying to get productions to come to west cork it is a logistical one and it looks like west cork film studio will bridge that gap
2: oh yeah i think it'll be a game changer now for uh filming in west cork and also they've they've just launched uh, an extra casting database as well which they're currently putting together so if you fancy being an extra in any of upcoming productions you can send your details to the to the West Cork film studios as well so like i mean not only are they putting together crew lists they're also putting together like extra cast lists so literally everything is there and we have west Cork then as the scenic uh, stunning location uh, that it's world renowned for and the directors are hoping to have the studio open by the end of may and like they've hinted that they are productions interested. Obviously, they haven't told told us what they are like, but there's definitely interest. All or, or right. And I suppose what one key thing um, that was highlighted recently in the Doyle by um, local Fianna Fáil TD Christopher Sullivan is in relation to apparently Cork counties being left out of tax breaks, which I wasn't aware of. But um, he highlighted the regional uplift scheme, and apparently other counties have it. But Cork doesn't, and like it sounds crazy to think that we have the stunning locations. now we have the you know the studio built, but we're being like um, left out of uh, of this tax credit. So he's calling for um, a level playing field for Cork, so that we can really take advantage of the other bits that are are in place to you know are we re- re- create a, a
1: vibrant film industry here. Thanks for that, Kieran. And we can go into some more detail now on the West Cork Film Studio with two of its directors, Aiden O'Donnell and Steve Park. Tell me, Aidan, what gap in the film industry will the studio fill?
0: Hi, Dylan. Um, well, I'll just give you a tiny brief history on how West Cork Film Studios came about. Myself and Steve and Martin Goulding, all three of us, are now part of West Cork Film Studios. We're working on um a series, an ITV series called Holding. Um, which was made here in West Cork last year, um, adapted by Dominic Threadwell Collins. And uh, we all worked on that. And we were building different bunches of scenery that would fit into various locations around West Cork. And it was um becoming clearly obvious that we were in bad need of the studios to build in because Steve and myself were working in a marquee, a Scouts marquee at the side of my family's furniture business here on the Baltimore Road. And in a blustery... August afternoon, a storm came in that weekend and blew the marquee down and destroyed our kitchen set. So as a result of that, we just looked at each other and said, my God, we need a studio. And there was right beside us. So we talked to the O'Donnells, to my brother, A. O'Donnell, and my father, Jim O'Donnell, and we had various conversations. And as a result of that uh, event and conversations between all of us, it became the next step forward to adapt half of the furniture facility into a film studio. So at this juncture, we are on the road to having it fully adapted. We've been working flat out over the last year. Um, Christopher O'Sullivan from Clan there was been assisting us a lot in moving forward, helping us get support locally if possible. And Fusion in Clan and other are in, sorry, in and other businesses are on board to support us because it, in the end, it's the end result of this is that it's going to benefit everybody in West Cork in some way or another, both economically and in in ways of employment and a boost to tourism. And we're working um, full stop. So at the um, what we have here in West Cork that's ideal for a film studio is, number one, the locations. The locations are breathtaking. And it's just becoming very obvious that this is a, an ideal place. And the next best place to be making film outside of Dublin. And now it's become obvious to us as well that we have the crew. So when we put out a crew call recently, the. The the amount of CVs and the amount of both experienced crew and enthusiastic want to be crew locally all within this region is phenomenal. So we have a full HOD list for every department and film just living locally and between us, we're setting up um, a lot of training. Opportunities in conjunction with Passport, which is through Screen Ireland. And we had some meetings recently about inviting uh, their their next immersive training session here to West Corp Film Studios. So sometime in September, we'll be making a call out to anybody who wants to begin in the film industry in in any of the areas to join in on that in that immersive training weekend. And then thirdly, we have the facility. So now we have this 18,000 square foot warehouse. And I'll hand you over to Steve and talk a bit about how we've adapted the facility.
3: Yeah, so ba- basically to, to start with, the uh, um, it was a massive, massive thanks to O'Donnell. The family is incredible, like as in support of this whole um, uh, project, you know, what, what they've done and the opportunity they have led us in here and helped us and, and still guiding us and still helping us, you know, with the place. So the offices, they had to be adapted um, and we're going to give a uh, uh, we have to soundproof the stage, which is which is happening right now, as we speak. Um, and we hope by the 27th of May, if all going well, that we'll be opening on the fast on the Saturday morning of the Fastnet Film Festival. Um, so uh, yeah, it's,
1: it's it's all all go ahead, <laughs> it's all steam ahead, as I should say. And were you surprised in any way by the amount of CVs and the amount of people who got in contact with you after you did put that call out?
3: Yeah, well, I, 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 we were. We were aware that there were a certain amount of people, especially the HODs and people with experience in the area, because we just come off... Um, uh, well, I did did a... I was a construction manager on the film The Sparrow, and obviously you meet a few people in the, head, in, in the area that have worked there, and then... Straight after that, on the back of that, then there was a Graham Norton film, and then again they come out of the woodwork. But then 18, and then Bodkin was shot here, and then 18 sent out a, a, a as you was saying, before, a, a call of crew or people that have worked in the industry. um And yeah, I, I was actually I knew there were a few about, but I was really surprised to see how many, um how many CVs came in. Yeah. So it's quite an extensive crew list, and then. Um, you know, another reason why is because a lot of people, there is really only one massive film hub in Ireland, and that's, you know, Dublin Wicklow. Um, I know Limerick, I did, did a couple of productions over there, um, and I know they haven't got anything in just as yet. But, um, yeah, a lot of people that are in the game, they have to travel a long way, which sort of gave us incentive also to to build another place in West Cork, you know, um, and Skibbereen was ideal because it's so central in West Cork, you know, just with the way the tax system and everything works. So yeah, it was surprising, but a, a very, very nice surprise how many people are here.
0: I've had CVs. I've had CVs from fifteen-year-olds um, uh, up to eighty-year-olds. So there's an amazing diverse cross-section of people as well that have that are like incredibly creative teenagers that are looking for a sense of direction. And I think this is the This is an amazing opportunity to harness some of those creative young people that are potentially going to go and get go to college, go to third level education in in one of the cities and head off to head off abroad and we lose them. You know, so we we lose so many of our young people to emigration and some incredible talent. But there's a phenomenal like hotbed of creative energy in West Cork. And I think filmmaking is all about creativity. But there's departments that are for every type of a person really within a film. Um, there's such a broad spectrum of people, everything from accountants all the way across to hairdressers and carpenters and writers and musicians and actors and um, makers and painters. And like it's it really captures a great broad spectrum of of abilities. And it, it suits a lot of people to work in film because it's quite it's quite like a tribe that pulled together. And it's one big project like an orchestra. And it can it can really sort of embed a sense of belonging to an area as well. You know, a lot of people that came down to work here on our various projects want to move to West Cork because it's a beautiful place to work. It's it's it, there's short distances between accommodation, the facility and the magnificent locations. So like from our studios, we can reach within five minutes, Lockheim, Lizard House, a town. And a virtual sort of totally rural landscape with hardly any evidence of man in it. You know, you just climb the top of Lockeye Hill and look over that landscape, and that's minutes from the studio. So we have we have we really have um, we have an awful lot going for us here, and we've just we're just over an hour to the airport, and um, we're picking up a bit of interest, and we haven't even gone that public yet. So, um, like I, I was working over on a film called Oddity in Bantry, an amazing bunch of young, there's an amazing writers and uh, young people working on that film that all want to get involved as well. So um, we're hoping that going forward this becomes the next um, film destination in Europe, and it's possible.
3: Yeah, there's also just on my on saying that too, Dylan. You know, a lot of the times when you are, and you know, the, the the people in Dublin are fantastic, and it's and it's you know highly experienced. You know, and it'd be lovely to get get our crew to that level eventually but like um a lot of the times when myself or martin are working in in dublin after work you're sitting in traffic for a couple of hours going on and it already makes a long day doubly long Mm. you know and to think that after a day of work here you can just go and jump in the river or the sea or you know it's it's just a little bit more of a holistic place place to work it's a bit less busy you know um it's it's an experience in itself you know it's also west cork is the food capital um, it's just a lot a lot of healthier lifestyle um, to and from work so, so it's, it's not just the location and it's just it is really a lovely lovely place to work you know
0: and just a little bit about our vision and our ethos here we're um we the o'donnells anyway have a sort of a sustainability aspect to their business and how they make furniture And we as a small filmmaking group here have the same ethos. So we're looking at a sustainable as far as we can studios. And we're looking at different ways to power it. Like, for example, the the offcuts from the furniture manufacturing go into an incinerator and create the heat. And we're looking at getting solar panels and we're rewilding sections of our garden here and we're looking at potentially even bottling our own water for the studios. And we're talking to local caterers because like an average film crew is 200 people and all those people have to eat three times a day. So there are caterers locally that want to come on board and they would purchase all their, as much as they could, their food from local manufacturers. So it has a cluster industry to it. Um, And uh, we've our vision is to really be inclusive and I would love to see more Irish filmmaking as we have on Colin Kuhn did so well recently and Cape Clear is not that far away and it's a Gwail upton. We'd love to support filmmakers making Irish films and um, local musicians that are that's an incredible amount of local musical talent that potentially could in between movies. We could make um, music videos or we could do, you know, support the local people that are working in this area already.
1: And in terms of challenges that you guys face going forward, like a lot of work has obviously gone into this. A film studio isn't something that pops up overnight so, what kind of challenges have you faced, and what challenges are you facing going forward as well?
0: Euros, I think, are the problem. Euros is it? Is it yeah. yeah,
3: or what do you call it? Yo-yos or <laughs> something? Um, yeah, funding has been, to be honest, very very difficult for us. Um, you know, and I suppose to to try and keep the integrity of of the company, as in West Cork Film Studios, as a, a locally owned, well, an Irish owned studio, is really important to us. So, I mean, if we did put a call out, like it's, it's really viable what's going on here, and I think everybody knows it and everybody in the industry knows that this is going to be a success, we could put a call out for um, um, investment, but we don't want, we have to be very careful, you know, we have a very tight-knit board with very similar views on um, the green way in which we do things, but also on bringing the, bringing this industry to this area to boost the local economy, to boost jobs, you know, so we have to be really careful. At the moment, we're doing everything. We're being very industrious on how we do everything mm-hmm. and getting it up to speed, but, like, it is really, really important that we keep the ethos of Westcorp, you know, um, and then following off Fastnet Film Festival, you know, um, they've very kindly <laughs> let, let us, which I'm also on the committee, um, they've let us do the opening on a Saturday morning, um of the of the uh during
0: the, during
3: the festival which works in very well with us so am very very grateful to to the fastnet for letting us but like i just think that's the possibility of this just not being uh, as a, a long-standing industry in this area you know not just a flash in the pan one production you know we're really looking at the sustainability of this place you know for future for the next 50 years why can't why can't we do what they've done in Wicklow, you know we really are aiming big. This is just the first step of what we really want to do. We really want to support young artists and Irish filmmakers and independents. You know, we're open to everybody, not just massive productions, but like just letting, giving people a space or an Irish you know, people a space to work in um, and to, to produce really good content. And know?
0: the good thing about the film industry is like an apprenticeship where you you might have a ton of ability, but you don't have a degree. And that can shine within the industry, in the film industry, because you you, you can apprentice uh, and shadow um, experts in that field. And as you have worked through a three, four productions, you then you go from a trainee wage to a full wage. So it's like the old school of apprenticeship making a lot many areas of film industry. So if you then have a trade which you can travel with. So if you've got a trade within the film industry. That's something that you have, and you can work in many parts, not only Ireland but Europe or abroad. And um, so, it's the benefits are, are far-reaching. And uh, as Steve said, we're we're just on the first step, but um, we're we're very very grateful to companies like Fusion and local companies that have been giving us some support here. Um, but we do need a chunk of money to get it fully 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 kitted out. We'll be up and running by May, but. We need more support locally. Hopefully we're also battling um, against some unfair map drafting that happened for the Regional Uplift Fund. I don't know if you're aware of that, but Cork was completely omitted from that map, um, as was most of Kerry. Um, Other sections of Ireland were mysteriously included, um, but there's, there's swathes of Ireland just missing from that map. It's terribly unfair um and that is is another thing that we're sort of we're we're not going to just sit sit back and accept it because we're gonna fight this because we, we we it needs to be fair and just and you know we're not getting answers to the questions as regards to why the entire of Cork was omitted from the map
3: basically what we're talking talking about there is a regional uplift scheme um that that was uh given to a european on a european level so uh all the film hubs so basically with section 481, four, you get a 32% tax break on $70 and then anything above that is is beyond the Section 481, which they're also trying to change. But then if you brought a production in or made a production in a regional area, i.e. the regional uplift scheme, you would get an extra 5% on top of that 32% tax break, which would then, you know, cover a lot of costs or actually make it more appealing to a production to take a film... Or a TV series to a regional area. Now, for some reason, Hawk has never been on that. This is why, and this is actually why there's hasn't been a lot of film in Cork because they've been, you know, it mightn't seem like a lot of a lot of money five percent, but if you if a production is spending a hundred million, you know, do the maths. So now that's actually been reduced. So Cork, Cork in itself has been. Um, I don't know how would you put it put on a, a back burner you know they have lost a lot of productions because of that extra five percent mm. so that was supposed to phase out now but now there's a new map being written under uh this regional uplift which also
1: excludes cork for the second time we
0: couldn't believe it when we saw the maps coming out again so then, um, has there been any
1: indication as to as to why at all it's a
3: very hard it's a very question that a lot of people dodge I mean, there's not no, we
0: haven't been given a
3: clear answer. It's not a clear answer. Like, an Irish politician will tell you that, or I shouldn't say an Irish, but a a politician will tell you it's done by the EU and then then an EU. But, like, there is mysterious places put on this new map. You know, Limerick's in it, Limerick City is in it, but West Cork isn't in it. So, like, we're a regional area, that's a city. You know, it, it just doesn't make sense to us. They have the facility, they have training there, but they also get the extra 5%. But we don't. So it's a dis- the bit, yeah, it disadvantage. Is, and it's a massive disadvantage.
0: Producers really have to, they have to balance their books. And if they have an option of going to somewhere that's within the regional uplift, they'll choose that over Cork, you know, even though we have really, in fairness, the best locations in Ireland. Yes.
1: <laughs> Those locations are world renowned. And we're joined now to talk a little bit more about the production side of things with Grainne Dwyer, who is CEO and co-founder. Of production company Heritage. Grania, as somebody who is embedded in the film industry here, how have you seen it grow over the years?
4: Yeah thanks uh, for chatting today Dylan. I think the big thing for me when I was growing up in West Cork, the first film set I ever was on, uh, my mother brought us down to wear the buttons and I was only a tiny, tiny child at the time but I still remember it and I thought it was such an exciting thing to happen and ever since then um there's just been a massive increase in the amount of productions happening in west cork and rural ireland it's it's because of location primarily um and we did our first short film for rte down in castle townsend in, in 2019 and we've been filming down here for, for years but i think what really excites me is the the higher spec feature films and series um, like we know about Bodkin that was happening down here and Graeme Norton's holding um, and a lot of features that are happening and, and also established filmmakers that have come from West Cork as well so it's created this kind of bubble of really exciting creativity happening in West Cork and I think there's massive momentum with it and there's there's some really accomplished people from West Cork um, that are in the film industry um, without name dropping a few, the likes of Carmel Winters, Pat Collins, Lord David Putnam, Jeremy Irons, Jeremy Irons Danny Crowley, who uh, won an Emmy for his sound mixing work. Uh, Dara Byrne, Brian Carmody, who's uh, an amazing company in the in the States called Smuggler. Um, so these are all like incredibly accomplished people from West Cork. And I'd love to see a, a really big push in the next few years for maybe an established film officer for cork county council to, based maybe down in skibbereen in in line with that new um uh studio that they're building there or some kind of coordinated approach to bring all this energy together i suppose
1: and as somebody who's working on on the production side of things what are the benefits for you to filming in west cork like when you're trying to sell it to to either filmmakers or to get financing how do you yeah. um sell West Cork to, to someone?
4: I suppose there's pros and cons to it. Um if you're filming in Dublin or, or Wicklow, you've 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 less overnights for, for crew. You've kind of really close proximity to the big rental houses for camera equipment, lighting. Um, but the pros of filming in West Cork is yeah, you do spend a bit more on kind of local services, accommodation, but it's worth it for the, I think the community that backs the film is down here. Like you, you honestly wouldn't get a free cup of coffee in Dublin, but we're filming down here in, in Beira this week um, for a short film for Screen Ireland. And the community has just literally given us every bit of support we could have asked for. We've had free sheep, donkeys, um, houses, tractors, cars, extras, you name it, unit bases. So, what I love about filmmaking is that level of kind of community involvement and people backing the project because it makes it as a producer, a really nice experience. Um, so it's cheaper to film in Dublin in, in a respect, but I think the, there's a indirect financial benefit when people are helping you out on the ground in, in the likes of West Cork as well. So when I'm pitching it to the likes of Screen Ireland, there is, I suppose, a support from them as well. They've just launched in um, last month a regional fund and that's to really keep pushing out productions outside the Dublin-Wicklow region. Unfortunately, Cork is exempt from from the RAP scheme and a lot of financial incentives to fill them down here, which I'd love to see them included in. I think people treat Cork as one place, but its geography is quite diverse and um, places in Bear, a mizzen and um, Sheep's Head are very different economic zones to Cork city and it should be treated within that kind of rural band of, of, of filmmaking. Um, but people get excited like our crews, we've 39 crew here this week in Beira and some of them have never been down to West Cork before and they just have a gorgeous experience, you know? Um, and people are really kind of focused on the filmmaking when they're staying overnight and they're down here and they're down for, um, you know, down for the week so people get excited about filming in these type of places. They're gorgeous landscapes. Um, towns and villages are are quite unfranchised. You know, there's still family names over the door. And it, it's just, it's an easier one to produce because you're not dealing with trying to avoid branding and copyright claims and, and all of that. So um, yes, there is a push to try to get people and crew and equipment down here. But I think the end product will always be will always be better, you know?
1: Yeah, and that's, it's, it's interesting as well. Like you mentioned the uh, kind of support you get because we did the the piece on on the film you're you're shooting at the moment, and it was one of the like most seen, shared and um, kind of interacted with posts that we've oh, we had in, in a long time. So it's definitely something that the community kind of gets behind. But maybe like going forward, is there is there something if you had like a one wish kind of thing for for improving things in in West Cork, I know you mentioned uh, potentially an officer in Cork County Council, but is there is there like one thing you'd love to see?
4: I think what we really need, Dylan, is maybe creating, um, I suppose, hotspots of production, you know, um, really backing that Skibbereen studio. What I would need as a producer is access to equipment. We might need equipment sent down from Dublin or the UK to a spot early in advance of, of production. So kind of like these clusters of filmmaking activity or like um, studio spaces are, are really useful to us. Um, I think a dedicated Cork County Council film officer for, for, for West Cork that could even share a role with, with West Kerry, Seth West Kerry would be an ideal one as well. Um, it, it, yeah, the biggest pain points for us is getting equipment down here, where do we store it where do we do where do we make props if we need to so it's that kind of base that is is, is really central to attracting productions and if you're like some of our crew are working on the Netflix production for Bodkin and if your crew coming from the UK you just need that sense of base and place that you can bring all your equipment to you know so I love to see you know Skibreen's an ideal spot there um to kind of whole activity westward um towards um all the peninsulas and and even like North Cork um uh, up as far as Drum League, Dunmanway, up further as well. So I think we really need to look seriously at of how attractive that is for international companies, um, having bases, having a point of contact, and that's what's going to attract um production inwards. Like some of those series films, um, series type dramas like they could have production budgets up to from half a million to a million feature film films can be two hundred thousand to like 1.5 million usually smaller ones so these are big spends to the local area and i think we have to kind of treat that seriously that it is um tourism is fantastic for west cork but these type of filming activities usually happen in the shoulder seasons um so it can be and then an, incredible boost for for local communities like when, like say for example this week we've 39 crew staying in, in the local area for the week uh we've had about three or four reccees um out of our budget we're probably spending 35 to 38,000 in the local area so that's a really nice boost for the bear peninsula on, on a shoulder season um so yeah there there's massive economic spend for for productions down here and if we could just I suppose my wish is coordinated more, and I think you, you see the seeds of it happening here, um. But maybe some more state support to formalise how important filmmaking is in in, in West Yeah,
1: and then maybe just to to finish off there, would you be be positive that that kind of infrastructure um is something that that'll come in the next few years? Because like we we mentioned at the start there, um, it is. A, a, like an ever-changing industry and, and a, a quickly changing one and especially in West Cork it seems to have um developed quite a lot in a short space of time so would you be kind of positive that that would continue?
4: I think so um I think as a holistic sense the production production in Ireland I, I think the first year after Covid uh, after our first lockdown The amount of production done in three or four months was triple what was done in the year beforehand or there was some stat like that. So the volume of production in Ireland is increasing. Um, We've incredible incentives for the likes of of Disney and international feature films to to film here. And what that happens is it's pulling in new crew. um, Training opportunities for crew are, are increasing. So if you look at Ireland as a whole, the opportunities are massive. It just, if we can really pull the opportunities to the Southwest, they are there, you know? So um, when international production companies are are looking at Ireland to film, they want the easiest, safest, most coordinated uh, place they can film in because they're used to filming in LA or London and, and they want all the services that go with it. And like, I think we've developed them in West Cork um, with all the feature films that have been happening here like there's there's bus companies like uh, Dave Long services they, they would do a lot of buses for all the, the films down here and they're used to what they need um the caterers around West Cork know how to respond to a 30 40 50 60 person crew um the local Gardaí have been incredible Cork County Council have been incredible so people get it um but I think we just really need to package up our offering a bit more and, 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 and pitch it in um, like, yeah, I, I think Kerry has dedicated um, website going through locations in, in, in Kerry. And I think Cork is something similar, but I think we could really, I suppose, boost it up and, and kind of do a real fantastic sales pitch for West Cork as a filming location. But I definitely think we're getting there. um, And it, it's really exciting actually to see people choose down here to film because, it makes me proud when we're when, when I'm seeing those films credited down in West Cork and it gives um, amazing opportunities for, for crew down here. And there's a lot of hidden production crew around West Cork that people don't really realise and they're really accomplished people um, working on long form features, commercials, um, short form dramas and yeah, they're dotted around West Cork. So we have the crew, we have the locations, we have the services to go with it, but maybe just a, a, a joint up voice to, to sell the area and, and show people what we have, I think would be the next step.
1: So that is the latest on West Cork's film industry, which is sure to keep growing with the support of the community here. For stories like this and more, please be sure to pick up a copy of the Southern Star, which is in shops every Thursday and online via our e-paper. Just head to subscribe.southernstar.ie to sign up for our digital edition which is an exact replica of the paper. So again, that's subscribe.southernstar.ie where you can get the Southern Star on your laptop, tablet or phone for less than €2 euro per week. If you enjoyed this podcast, please be sure to rate, review and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, as there will be more to come from all of us at the Southern Star throughout 2023 as West Cork's trusted source of news, views and sport. And thanks for listening. And thanks again to Kieran O'Mahony, Grania Dwyer, Aidan O'Donnell and Steve Park for joining me.
0: Thanks for listening to another Southern Star Media podcast production. Stay connected to West Cork by subscribing to our e-paper and support local, quality and trusted journalism. Visit www.subscribe.southernstar.ie